This episode of the Brunch and Slay podcast is brought to you by Partnership and Sponsorship One-on-One, a digital course created for all of you go-getters striving to gain partnership and support from brands who value you and your audience. Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. back it's me Amira and this week I got something for your body and soul so I'm so excited as always to chat with you again I want to say a huge thank you for all you guys who've been answering the call and giving me those reviews those five-star reviews on iTunes you are greatly appreciated and like I said even if you don't have a iPhone which I know a lot of you droid users are so anti iPhone and I get it I respect that but all I want you to do is the next time you're in the presence of an iPhone user grab that iPhone, pop into that podcast and write a five-star review. Do me that solid. I'd appreciate it greatly. And if you love what you hear and you've already reviewed, be sure to subscribe. If you have subscribed, thank you. And don't forget to share. If we have an episode that really floats your boat or lifts you up, makes you want to share it, make sure you share it because it's the greatest form of flattery. So thank you guys again for your support. And this week, I have somebody who I virtually stalked for years before I finally met her. She just so happens to be one of my sorors. She is a mom. She is a believer. She's a wife. She's an influencer. She's a blogger. She's a fitness trainer who specializes in pre and postnatal fitness, which is really cool. And she cooks these delicious meals. I'm sure they're delicious, at least from the pictures, they look delicious. So without any further ado, I want to introduce Miss Fit Foodie Lee. Leah, I don't want to butcher your last name. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I am super duper excited to be here and chatting with you, Amira. I am too. So say your whole name because I don't want to disrespect <laughs> your husband by not, you know, shouting his, his last name out on the show. So I know, right? It's, it's crazy though. When people ask me how do, how do um, you know, you pronounce my last name, I just start spelling it. I don't even say it. I just spell it. But um, it's, <laughs> it's Eguatu. Oh, see, I could have got that. You're yes. It's not as intimidating as it looks, right? <laughs> I'm now going consonant. It's crazy. I went from, um, you know, my maiden name was like four letters, Wade. So it's, you know, it's been a transition for me as well, but. Right, yeah. but you have you have kicked that name to the curb, and you are em- embracing your fabulous heritage yes. now, huh? <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, you know, the, like I said, you guys, I virtually, I don't, I hate to use the word stock, but hey, that's what we do in social media. Um, I have been following Leah for forever because I loved her energy. Y'all know I'm I'm a stickler for energy. I loved her post to way back when she was a mom of one. Now she's a mom of three. So that lets you know that I've been, you know, trying to trying to get to know this woman for a minute. But what really attracted me, number one, I love working out. You guys, I don't know if you know that about me, but I definitely love fitness. I love feeling good about the skin I'm in. Oh, yeah. I've fallen off since the hurricane, but I'm getting back in my stride. <laughs> I think we all took a hit around that time for sure. Yes, it did something to me. It was just like I couldn't get back in the groove. It really did something to me. And then the weather afterwards was not forgiving. So crazy. Right? Yeah, and I like to work out outside. So for me, that was just, okay. yeah. 
So you get it. But yeah, so I want to know, uh, in, in the spirit of brown sugar, when did you first fall in love with fitness? Ooh, um, honestly, I've, I've always been active for as long as I remember. I played sports in you know, middle school, high school. Um, I remember when I was at, at the University of Houston, go Cougs, that um, I would take fitness classes. That's where my love for group fitness began um, on the campus of U of H. So we got a brand new rec center. And I remember before Sonny was my husband, we would go over there and we would work out together. And, um, you know, I looked in into the class and saw people, you know, jumping around and doing all kind of crazy stuff in there. And so that sparked my interest. And so I started taking classes there. And then I kept that up for a while, you know, and then of course, eventually I graduated. But after that, I was like, well, dang, what am I going to do now? You know? And so I started going to, I think I went to 24. I started taking classes there. And one of the instructors, believe it or not, she played club volleyball with me. And um, she was just like, so she asked me out of the blue one day, she was like, so when are you going to teach? And I was like, what? And um, because I had taken her, I could teach her class. Like I knew it like the back of my hand, right? And so she was just like, when are you going to do this? You could totally do this. And she definitely inspired me to just go for it. And so I did. And that's honestly, the rest is history. I, I started teaching and never looked back. It was wow. scary. I don't know what, Amira. I was so scared. I was so scared. But I went for it, and I'm so, so glad that I did. And yeah. see, that's surprising to me that you would be intimidated by it, because you just seem like a natural. It just seems like second nature. You're, you're, the way you're juggling those babies and still getting videos in. And it <laughs> <my> was <goodness. laughs> definitely got to dive into that. But it just seems like, you know, that, that was going to be my other one. Another question for me is, have you always taught? Did you ever, after graduating, go into corporate America, or was it always fitness? You know, so I did. So my, I got an engineering degree. Both my husband and I, um, we did engineering, and I would teach classes before work. So I got the, I got the, I got stuck with the five thirty m, five thirty a.m. shift um, when I became an instructor. Um, and I don't know, I did a video on this actually not too long ago, but I didn't want that shift. Like I didn't want it at all. And no other instructor wanted it either. And so, you know, being a new instructor, I didn't really, really want to step on anybody's toes or ruffle feathers or anything like that. So I just took it and it just turned out to be the biggest blessing ever in my life. And so I would go teach in the mornings before I would head to my engineering job, I would be there, you know, for eight hours or whatever. And then afterwards, I would sometimes go back to the gym and teach some more classes. I was crazy when I first started. I was super, super duper immersed in fitness. But um, fast forward to 2000, I believe that was 2013, the end of 2013, my IT contract expired. And um, it was it was okay with me because at the time, our firstborn was, I believe he was about a year and a half by then. And um, I wanted nothing more than to be able to focus on him and go home and really pour into him and raise him. You know, yeah. um, my mom stayed at home with my brother and I till we were like in, in middle school, something crazy. So, and I, I, I appreciate that. Now, you know, when you're young, you don't really understand and notice the types of sacrifices that our parents made, you know, but um, yeah. that's just something that I always wanted to do. I want to be home and be present, you know, with my kids. And so, yeah, after my engineering, um, contract expired I was like all right that's that's fine that's I was so at peace with it and so I went home and I chose to then focus on putting fitness in the forefront I started to blog um, I kept the classes going um, 
I eventually got uh, certified in prenatal, pre and postnatal fitness. You know, I'm just, I'm trying, I was trying to do it, girl, push fitness to the for- forefront. Um, well, and- I mean, you did it. And, and the crazy, not even crazy thing is I keep hearing it over and over and over again. So many of us find our passion or really dive more deeply into it once corporate America says bye-bye. And it's almost like that's the only way we're going to get out of that comfort zone. Exactly. (laughs) Use it as a, yeah, that safety net. Yeah. The, the, what's what's the word? Like the, you know, the check is coming. And so you just get kind of complacent and comfortable. But yeah, man, once you, once you leave and you really jump on out there and really trust God, like for real, for real, you know, we say we trust God, but when we, when our back is really up against the wall and we're like, whoa, what now? Like. I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm grateful for it. And it really, it was a turning point in my, in my entire life, really. I mean, and you do a really, and I obviously, let me be clear. I am watching Leah, just like you guys are through social media and we all know the highlight reel, but you are way more active and transparent and speaking and videoing way more than I do. So a lot of folks out there who are listening to this are moms or are people who are working in corporate America, working those long shifts and long hours, you know, trying to be great and having a real problem struggling and trying to find the time to yeah. work out. Now you have three small children. Like how old is your oldest? So he's six. He's in first grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So three children and then the other two are, are quite small. So you, you, but you've still fit in now. We know you do that as a career, but I wanted you to give us some advice for those folks who are listening on how to fit it in, even if they have to break up that routine throughout the day. Like what advice do you have for those folks who are really trying to find that balance? Well, see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate. If you, if you follow, well, you say, you say you follow me. So, you know, I get up, I sacrifice, um, you know, going to bed early, shutting the world off, going to sleep. So I can get up in the morning and get my workout in first thing, just knock it out, just get it out of the way. But honestly, working out at that time, it really sets the tone for the rest of the day. Like, um, when I don't work out in the morning, um, I'm not, how do I, I can't even explain it. I'm not, I'm here, but I'm not here. Like, I'm not awake. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. That jolt of energy, I need my endorphins to be flowing. I'm focused, I'm awake, I'm excited, I'm, you know, ready to tackle this day. But if I don't get that, that if I don't get that, you know, it's it's a big difference in my day, complete difference. Um, just the way I treat people, treat myself, treat my family, treat my kids, like it's a it's a big deal to move your body. And so making time for it is important. And you you have to sacrifice some things. Seriously, you do. So there are no shortcuts, guys. There are no shortcuts. And it's crazy you saying that, you know, getting up at 5 a.m. I remember, (laughs) this is going way back, when I was in basic training and we would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and Mm -hmm. exhausted, right, and just feeling like crap. And then as soon as, you know, you get up, you work out in the morning. And I would run downstairs and get in formation and get ready. And I literally... Just in doing the warm-ups, I would just come alive. That would be like, I'm telling everybody good morning. I'm peppy. It was just like somebody gave me a cup of coffee. And as much as I dreaded that bugle in the morning, I knew that once I was in those clothes, I was ready. Like, even now, I've done this for over 10 years because I've worked from remotely and worked from home most of my career. I wake up in the morning and I put on fitness clothes. Mm -hmm. 
I do not put on anything else because I know when I'm looking in the mirror, I can't say I don't have time to get dressed. I can't say that, you know, I can't work it in. That's, that's like my little reminder and my push to myself. Hey, you know, do not work out. Do not work in PJs. Do not work in comfies. No, put on something that's going to, you need to sweat in. And that's my little trick. So there is no shortcut. And what about, do you encourage accountability partners as far as working out? Like, what do you think about that? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Especially for, uh, for mom well, postpartum moms, it's, it's tough like to get back to a fitness routine after you've had a baby. We, we all know that we all know that, um, you know, pre and postnatal motivation is so important. So crucial. So yeah, I definitely encourage like contact another mom. Like y'all are both struggling. Y'all are both, you know, wanting to find time, wanting to make it happen. Call her setups, you know, set up a time and um, a, pick a gym wherever, you know, to, to, to go and, you know, do your thing for sure. You need that motivation. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So find it wherever you can. And you know what I also recommend? There are tons, so many apps with great routines. Like Nike has some good ones. I love Jillian Michaels too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's such a wealth of information out there. Even if you can't get to the gym, um, you know, just call her, Hey, ask her if, if she worked out today. Um, send her a good workout that you found on YouTube, you know, um, yeah. there's so much information out there. So yeah. Um, and putting your headphones, listen to the brunch and Slay podcast, you know, that's some yeah. good listening. <laughs> for, sure, for sure. That's the, you know what, when I, when I work out in the morning, usually uh, for the longest, I would only listen to music, music, music. But for the last couple of years, I want to say maybe around 2000, maybe 15, 16, I started listening to, you know, podcasts and, um, you know, like you said in the beginning, I'm a believer. I listen to um, sermons. You know, I just I, I use that time um, to also connect with God and again get ready for my day. Um, and so it's just it's crucial, moms. It's it's just so important that you make time. Um, you know, of course I encourage to you know people to get up early and um, and do it. But it's just so important. That time is so important for you to focus and. Just get ready for whatever the day throws at you. And if you have kids, you know, it's going to be some random stuff every now and then. And you just want to be better, you know, as as best prepared as you can to, to tackle it. So. so what are some of your favorite podcasts? My favorite po- podcast? Um, well, definitely yours, of course. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was not digging for a plug, but don't say <laughs> <laughs> I'm always um, interested to know what people listen to. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually a host of the Activate podcast. Um, I've been going back and listening to old, um, you know, shows from the host before me. And so I've been uh, listening to those recently. It's, it, it's about health and fitness as well. Um, wow. I listen to, I don't know if you guys have heard of Heather Lindsay. She's, a, she's been a huge motivator um, for me. Um, just the amount of work she gets done. She has like a million books. She's written a million books. She has um, two young kids as well. And I believe she's, a, she's pregnant with her third baby as well and still cranking out books and just doing all this stuff. I'm just like, oh, she is definitely, I know I have three kids already, but she's my motivation when I'm just like, you know, I, I pray for my kids and I'm so, so happy that they are here. But sometimes I feel like I use them as an excuse, you know, not to get stuff done, like, ah, I gotta, you know, I have to see about my kids, but no, she still is able to, from what I can see anyway, she's still able to, you know, hold down, hold it down, do what she needs to do and still, you know, be a present mom. It's 
hard, Amira. Oh, yeah. So do you ever, I mean, in all transparency, do you ever just want to quit? Or do you have those moments where you go hide in a closet? And oh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw um, a quote, and I don't want to butcher it, but I, th- I believe it said something about there are three kids in this house, so someone's always crying. And sometimes it's me, for sure. Yes, I, I have those moments um, every now and then. But again, that's where my faith steps in. I just take it back to the word. I pray, you know, when I have that quiet time, I just pour my heart out to the Lord, tell him what I'm, what's on my mind, you know, what I'm going through my fears and he always makes it better. So always. More Brunch and Slay after this. Are you out there trying to figure out how to connect with brands and how to get them to help you make your dreams come true? Don't panic. I totally understand where you're coming from. When I first started Brunch and Slay, I was in way over my head. I knew I had something that other people could relate to, but I didn't know exactly how to connect with brands to get them to understand my dream. And I didn't know how to talk to them and get them to support me. That was until I did a whole lot of homework. Once I did that homework, I got my sea legs. And after doing so much homework, I figured out this was some information that I had to share with others, which is why I created Sponsorship and Partnership 101. It's a 20-minute digital course located on brunchandslay.com where you can find out everything I do to partner with brands like Kroger, Microsoft, NARS, and so many more. It's been a great journey, and I am happy to share the information with you. Head on over to brunchandslay.com to learn everything you need to know about Sponsorship and Partnership 101. And now back to brunch and slay. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally can agree with that and understand because I know that even I have one, and this kid gives me a run for my money. I feel like she's like three kids and one because she has so much sass. Like I prayed and I'm like, God, give me a kid with a personality. I can't have one of those boring kids. I don't want a shy kid. Give me a kid with a personality. And I'm just gonna tell y'all right now, you bet when you ask God for something and you're that specific, you better be careful what you pray. For. Like, boom, here you go. Right? Yes, honey, because you she is the loudest. She is like you can hear her. When you walk in the school, I can hear my kid and she's in the back of the school. That's how loud she is like she's just a a, a ball of energy all day every day there is no stop right (laughs) 10 all the time so you now I know you know you also you you know it's fit foodie so tell me where all these great recipes come from and how on earth you're able to get them done like are you doing are these old pictures you're posting (laughs) or No, it's, it's, it's actually current stuff. Um, it's crazy though. I, I cook a lot. Like my husband will say that I cook way too much and I grocery shop way too much, but I'm like, I'm a food blogger. I have to, but no, I, I generally love cooking. Um, anyway. And before I got married though, I used to watch my mom cook all the time. She cooked breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, again, cause she was a stay at home mom anyway, but, um, she held it down for us. And I, that was my example. And so I didn't really do much of much of the cooking when I lived at home, but after I got married, um, because I had never really cooked before, Sonny was like, oh, and Sonny's my husband, he was like, oh, he was just kind of, kind of like, oh, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. The first night we, um, we, we stayed in our home, we had, we had our house built, and then we moved in. The first night I cooked dinner, and it, Amir, that was it. Like I haven't, I haven't stopped since. Like I've been cooking. We we've been married what ten years? This past September, I've been cooking multiple times a day since then. It's just crazy. It came out of nowhere. But again, multiple well, times a day. Yes, that's girl. right there in itself. Like I, I give that one good dinner meal. Like I crank that out with pride. But it's, <laughs> it's, 
I remember seriously, and I love, let me preface this by saying I adore my mother-in-law. I don't even like calling her my mother-in-law, but I remember when I was dating my husband <laughs> and he would, you know, spend a night all the time. We were living together and we might've been living together then, but anywho, she'd say, I don't know. You know, he has to have his breakfast. How's he getting his breakfast? He's no good without his breakfast. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know what he's going to do because he's not getting no breakfast out of me. I got to go to work. Yeah, I would go buy fruit and I would like segment it up in baggies and make like a bag for him to pull out of the fridge in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I remember feeling like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do that. Like I grew up in a house where my mom was like, hey, it's some cereal in there. If it's cold, it's some oatmeal. (laughs) You're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah, unless it was Valentine's Day or Christmas morning or something or Sunday morning, there was no breakfast being cooked. Mm-hmm. So wow, I mean, you're cooking multiple meals. Where do you get these recipes from? You know, so I do a ton of research. I love um, Food Network magazine. You know, magazines. Um, some of my favorite blogs. Um, and you know, it's funny. I was reading an article about their. Uh, what, what was it about? About how there are no original recipes. Like you kind of. It's just not fair to say like, hey, this is my recipe. This is your recipe. I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's a, it's a taboo, well, not a taboo, but a touchy subject when it comes to recipes. But I definitely like to, you know, make stuff from scratch and make it my own. But also, you know, if you're going to tweak a recipe here and there, just give credit, just give credit where it's due, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, you still cooked it and you took a great Mm -hmm. picture of it. So, I mean, for me, I agree. There's nothing new under the sun. I mean, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it just, like you said, you might put applesauce instead of some other ingredient. Who knows? You just kind of supplement, but Mm -hmm. I I love it. And how do you get your kids to, to eat? Like, how do they do it eating? Are they pretty good at, I know you don't introduce a lot of junk into them, into their diet, but how do you get them to actually embrace it all? Yeah, so I try not to, um, you know, just have it available here at the house. People think I don't, like, let my kids eat, you know, cookies and chips and stuff like that. Um, I, I They do in moderation, but normally when we go to, like, birthday parties and, you know, which is pretty um, a regular event here, it's something happening every weekend. But usually when we go to parties and stuff like that, yeah, I, I, I chill out, you know, I let them have fun. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, normally when I go grocery shopping, I try, I try not to, um, you know, bring those types of uh, foods in the house. I just don't keep it in the house, which is which is good for us. So we don't, you know, go, you know, overdose on um, bad food or anything like that. Well, not really bad food, but, you know, there's so many other nutrition, you know, nutritious options that yeah, um, yeah. I'd like for them to have. So, so but, they just don't know any differently. They just it's in front of them and they, they go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, basically, basically. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. My my six-year-old, now, he's he's the picky eater. When he turned one, I believe, it just it just all went downhill. He was a huge struggle for me. But um, the younger two, they are, what, three and one? They eat everything. Everything I put in front of them, they attack it. Vegetables, it doesn't matter. So I'm loving that right about now. But, you know, again, I'm still, I'm actually still struggling with my six-year-old. But he, he's come, come around for sure. I, what I try to do is find his favorite food, which is um, one thing he'll eat every single day is bananas. And so I try to put that in other foods. You know, I'll make pancakes or homemade you know, waffles or a smoothie and sneak in some vegetables there. But as long as he can taste that banana flavor, we're good. So that's what I've been leaning on for sure. Oh, Is your daughter a picky eater? Yes. Well, 
not as bad as it could be, I guess, but she's definitely, when it comes to certain vegetables, I'm really having a hard time. And she used to do really well. Um, and when she was younger, of course, I was all in. I'm making the, the baby food. I'm doing all those things. And once life got busy and I started, you know, working again, it just kind of, I had to cut some corners. So I definitely tried to like, she, she has a sweet tooth. She's like, she craves sugar all day long. And of course I'm not giving it to her, but it's a constant battle of like, no. And like, I keep lots of fruit. I always have, so I'll give her fruit and things like that. But just trying to get her to even, I see some of the kids in her class, their parents are giving them steamed vegetables and turkey roll-ups. Denver's not having that. She doesn't, she doesn't throw that in the trash as soon as I want. <laughs> So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how to incorporate a little bit more into lunches and things like that. Now dinner, I'm sitting with her. We sit down as a family so we can kind of you know, hold her hand and make sure it happens. But when mm -hmm. I'm not there, I want to make sure she's doing it. Right. I hear you. I hear you. Same here. So now since, you know, starting your brand and building your brand, what are some mistakes you feel like you've made as far as even whether it's perception from the public or just in just business in general? What are some things you think you really can have pivoted and learn from? Oh, man. Well, in this, let me say this, in this age of social media, we, we all know that, you know, there are pros and cons to it, for sure. Um, but I, I feel like comparing is, is, it's a big deal. Like, it's a big issue that a lot of people are struggling with, whether they admit it or not. And that's, you know, looking around you and seeing what other people are doing and, you know, what they have going on and, you know, what level they're at and yada, yada, yada. And that can really um discourage you you know and throw you off your game and throw you off your path i actually made a a post on um, my ig stories this morning like god gave me a vision like i have a clear plan a clear vision but you can't i guess let fear distract you even though the vision is so big you still you have to tackle it one day at a time and again you you might look to the left and somebody is you know, doing this and excelling and, and going here and going there. But I mean, it's, hey, it's enough room for everyone to succeed. First of all, you know, God has people for you, people for the person next to you. You know, it's, God has a plan for you and tackle it one day at a time. Yeah. Again, you know, it's, 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 yeah. Look at, again, social media can, there are pros and cons and you can really let it, deter you um and throw you off track but that's if that's one thing that i wish i would not have um uh, a road that i would not have gone down is definitely that you know like no social media or, or maybe not sharing as much um well i guess i just meant you know committing committing to your goals and working on them and not looking to the left or the right and letting that oh gotcha gotcha okay yeah 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 i think some of that is kind of just human nature to a yeah. certain extent because honestly you do need some competition you do kind of need something to push you even though you are your greatest competition and you know where you're going sometimes it's always good to kind of see just like if you're running a race and track like i used to run track and back in the day i'm gonna say high school because that probably sounds pathetic but <laughs> <laughs> I used to run in another lifetime, right? And so <laughs> I just remember that was something I, I enjoyed when I could hear a breath coming up. I'm like, oh no, like that would give me yeah. that extra push. Like, oh no, not today, not today, yeah. devil. You know, like you're not gonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I hear you. That's like that's a great analogy. I agree with that completely. You know, so I think it's a healthy thing as long as like for me, I have always truly admired Venus and Serena Williams because I felt I feel like I have sisters and I'm like, how great would that be that to know in this world nobody can hold me or even give me an inkling of a competition other than my sister. Mm-hmm. Like that right there, that's good competition to me. Like I don't, I would love my sister. And that's how I feel about people who I connect with that I really am trying to lift up. It's like, no, we, it's okay. You shine, I shine. It's okay yeah. if you go up and then I go back. It's all good. Let's just share. Let's just support. And I think that's where the message gets lost. So I get what you're saying about the comparison. And, you know, and I know that there's people, it's human nature to have competition, but I think there are some healthy forms of it. And I really do hope we start to find a good balance of that, mm-hmm. you know, and talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I agree. For sure, for sure. I, you know, Amir, I was listening to just old, older podcasts that you've done. And I really love that about you. You are all about like lifting everyone up around you. Seriously. If you're going like, you're going to grab somebody else's hand and be like, you're coming too. Like I'm, I love that. And I wish Thank more women had that. Uh-huh. Had that. But you know what? Just like you said, God gave you a vision. He gave me one. Yes. You know, like when I started Brunch and Slay, and, and I don't I, I don't know if I've shared it in detail with people, but when I started it, I was in a, on a road to do something else. This was not even anywhere in my sight. And this name kept coming to me. And I'm like, what in the what is a Brunch and Slay? Like, I can't call a business that. That's so trendy. Like, I fought it. You know, but I kept having this clear image of connecting women. I knew exactly what it was. I had now I've seen other things since I launched this business because you get in that space. And when you're in the space doing what you're supposed to be, you start seeing everywhere. Like I'm sure you see other fitness people. You feel like, oh, we're vibing, you know, Um, but I hadn't seen any of them. And Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, then that means we're doing the right thing because God gave all of us these visions to connect women. So there's something there. Right. There's a synergy. You know, there's something there. So. Yeah, he gave me a vision and I feel like I my job is not it's not the mirror show, it's all of us brunching and slaying. Like <laughs> no, no, no. No, so yeah, thank you. So now let's talk about your new baby. Uh well not new anymore, but your you know, your fifth foot elite five K and kids one K. Yes, yes. So that's coming up again. Man, so last year was the first time I did it. And I remember coming to Brunch and Slay and, and I was a, a panelist up there and talking about it then and it hadn't even happened yet. And I was again, you know, fear was creeping up, but I'm just so happy that I went through with it. You know, when it comes to tackling your goals and stuff like that, it's just so important to be obedient, seriously. And then you keep walking, you knock it out, and then God shows you something else. And so I'm just so happy to be in a position to host my second 5k and kids 1k. Like I'm just God just blows my mind. But again, all you have to do is keep walking and do what he asked you to do, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Last year, I got there, went there. And then in the middle, middle, we were getting ready to warm up. I get a call and some guests who weren't supposed to be there for hours showed up at my house. (laughs) So I had to leave. Yeah. And I was like, God, I'll get. So I am excited to actually participate this time. (laughs) I'm like, man, I was ready. I mean, I don't know how much of the running I was going to make it through. But I was going to give you 5K regardless. If it was yes, exactly. Walk, you know, my good mall walk. <laughs> but I will be there again, you know, again this year and I plan to participate. So now that you have the 5K, what are, where do you see your brand evolving? What, do, what, are your, what do you see for the future? 
You know, honestly, um, so I, I have some things that I'm working on right now. And I've learned that you don't always have to share, you know, what, what you're doing. But I have some pretty good things that, um, that are happening right now. But I see myself definitely focusing back on my pre and postnatal. Um, uh, what do I want to call it? I don't know. We'll just we'll just say pre and postnatal area. That's definitely something that is going to be pushed to the forefront more than ever hopefully by the end of this year. And so I'll just keep quiet on it, but just know that's, that's something that I'm working on for sure. In addition to um, the 5k. So the 5k will be this summer. Um, it's going to be in July again, towards the end of July for sure. But So I have that coming up and also uh, a lot of fun pre and postnatal stuff. So. Oh no, I could totally see that. I mean, you are um, number one, you, you you just make it look easy. And I do think there's a niche there. You know, as far as I've seen, I don't see a lot of people concentrating on pregnancy, especially people who look like me. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter wanting to find somebody to do some yoga that I could connect with. And there was only one pregnant woman that I found on YouTube who did great exercises and she was out of Britain. And mm -hmm. I remember because I was so uncomfortable, you know, and I remember thinking, this is crazy. There should be more out there, you know? And yeah. I was, I had all these delusions of grandeur that I was going to be pregnant and fit and I'm going to be working out every day, living the life. And I went and got on the treadmill to do my normal, you know, like a modified version of my normal workout and felt like I could not breathe. Like I literally was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to watch what I eat for the next seven months. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to. <laughs> I tried. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, I remember that. And I, I think that's great. And I'm cheering for you. And whenever you're ready to announce it and you want, you know, to come back on the show and you want to talk about it or you want to put it out there, let me know and let me know how I can support you with that. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would definitely love to do that. So do you do any other coaching? Like, do you coach other fitness people in any kind of way? Yeah, so I'm at a I'm at a new gym right now. It's called the Preserve Houston. Um, we're kind of like in uh, in the Galleria area, I would say, maybe like Greenwood Plaza area. But it's a brand new gym. Um, it is it's it's called uh, Nature Inspired Fitness. It's a beautiful facility, beautiful facility. Um, and I teach classes there, and I, I also personal train there as well. Okay, I'm definitely gonna have to stop by. No doubt. Pop in. Now, in the spirit of brunch and slay, uh, we know you're killing it in life and you're juggling and keeping those balls up. So what are you currently slaying right now that you are just, just patting yourself on the back about? You know, I want to say it's tough. It's so tough. And I know you can relate to run a business and just try to be a, a, a good wife and a good mom. Like it's a lot. Like we wear so many hats. Um, as women. And I want to say, I don't believe that, you know, I, I really feel like balance is a myth, seriously. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do my best, seriously. And again, um, making time to get up early in the morning and get focused and, you know, get my mind and my, uh, my body ready for, you know, in preparation for my day, that helps, that helps me so much. Um, I ask God, um, I try not to get overwhelmed. I ask God, what should I focus on today? And, um, and I do that, you know, I do that. I used to really, you know, burn myself out trying to do a little bit here, a little bit there. And that never works. I, I end up getting, you know, nothing done. And so I want to say the transition to really letting God lead has been um, tough. But again, I'm very, very proud, um, you know, just, just letting go of control. It's hard. Yes, yeah, surrender, 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 surrender. Yeah. yeah. 
um, yeah, the, the benefits are, um, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. I think that's something we all struggle with. I literally had to write it down. I'm like, execute one detail at a time with excellence. Yeah, and yeah. I literally had to stop myself because I agree. I, I'd have a list. I'm a list person, so I'd all, I always have a list of things to do. But mm -hmm. I literally prioritize them, and I'm like, no, don't move on to this is done. And if that means the other things have to go to the tomorrow's list, and that's what it does. But at least you know you did it, and you did it well. Yes, yes, and that's okay. Yeah, and I would, I would beat myself up about the things that I didn't get done, you know. But it's, mm -mm, it's it just wasn't the best way to handle things. So just really, again. That's just something I'm super proud of me, um, you know, for just overcoming. It was, yeah. I was burning myself, you know, burning myself down that way. Yeah. So you, this Saturday, you can brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? Hmm. Oh, goodness. Who am I brunching with? I'm, you know what? I'm brunching with Heather Lindsay because she's pregnant. With ah. and, yes. And I really, I would love to train her while she's pregnant. That would just be a, a highlight of my life. So I'm brunching with Heather for sure. So okay. Like, I like that. <laughs> no, you got to put it out there. I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of those people. So like yesterday, someone told me Michelle Obama. I'm like, you know what? We're going to have her to brunch. Let's just go yes. and put that out there. Michelle, Oprah, yes. you know, those are my, you know, I've, I've literally been staying there for years. I have a girlfriend and I was saying, I know you're going to meet Oprah. I said, no, I'm not going to meet Oprah. I'm going to know. Oprah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference. Exactly. Put it out there. I love that. You got to. Yeah. All right. So man, Leah, it's been so awesome speaking with you. Where can people follow you? How can they support you? Well, you guys can follow me, please, please, on Instagram at fitfoodielee. That's F-I-T-F-O-O-D-I-E-L-E. -E. And then also mosey on over to my blog, fitfoodielee dot com um i have plenty of you know recipes like amira was saying um my specialty is dairy free recipes and um yeah just come see what i got going on over there and i'm trying to inch my way there and like the i, I the only thing keeping me from it honestly is cheese i just don't yeah, know, how to say I know, that. I know that's number that's number one but it's so i have a list that i've been putting together just over the past couple months now really of my favorite um uh, vegan products like my favorite dairy free products so we please check it out on my i blog. will because my husband we're about to do another cleanse we try to do like a big like flush once a year and then follow it up every mm -hmm. you know quarter or so so we're about to start um one next week so I will definitely be checking it out. I don't, um, I'm, I'm definitely all for it. I try to cook as many good plant-based meals as I possibly can, but it gets very difficult. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to say bye to my Parmesan and my cheddar. That sharp cheddar is in my blood. So <laughs> man, thank you so much, Leah. I'm so glad that this audience got to hear of your personality. And for those of you guys, on your journey with fitness who are either already there and really loving it and embracing it and where you want to be you definitely got to swing by the gym and grab a class with leah or if you're just beginning and starting out or you're a mom to be or just had a baby make sure you look her up and follow along and just forget to get that encouragement um i can't thank you guys enough for continuing to show this show love and to support brunch and slay it definitely is 
evolving every single day. I can't tell you where we'll be this time next year other than we'll be here. So thank you. Continue to support the show by reviewing, sharing, and uh, obviously telling your friends. And if you want to support Brunch and Slay and become a part of the tribe, just click on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay and you can find something that fits you in a way that you want to support. So thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slay. Hey.